It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Well, Eric, it's fun being back in the studio with you. We just got out of a rather long season where we haven't been here. Uh, you want to give us a quick overview of just what's been going on? Well, it is fun being back in these chairs and we, we don't, that's the challenge is in Daily Thunder, we don't get to do this together. It's always just you or me. We did do a special thousandth uh, edition. Oh, that's true. Is that, that was what it was called? Thousandth edition? It sounds episode. funny. A thousandth episode. That's, yes. that's right. And that was fun. I, I think we, we, that was even unique when we did it, but uh, it was a very full season for us. I think, I mean, it's, I can't speak for you, but I sort of can, right? <laughs> I know how full the, the training season is for you. For me, it was crammed uh, full, and I, I don't. I think I'm still spinning a little uh, now that we're done. Like I haven't totally settled. Part of that is I'm not in a house. I have moved four times in this and during the training season. I just moved again a couple of days ago because our house is not yet ready to move into. So it's been quite the time. I would have never scheduled that. It's like, hey, family, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to get into the busiest time of the year, and I'd like to move four times, but. I think it's been good for us as a family. And, you know, those those situations which are extenuating usually are what grow you uh, stronger than anything else. But uh, what was the season like for you? Uh, yeah, I thought just from a spiritual perspective, it was a very beautiful season of trust and dependency. I think on all the stats part, we, we kind of, you know, it's been a really busy season. And yet to see God's grace, grace and his faithfulness and just seeing lives change for me is such a delight. Yeah. Um, I really love the fact that that all of our programs this season, I mean, everything from our classic to our week-long to our, even our summit was fully maxed out. In fact, we had a wait list for everything. Um, and it was actually a, a delight, not for the people who weren't able to come, <laughs> but just knowing that there's a hunger and a desire for Christ, yeah. uh, for his word, and to actually live out the reality of Christianity yeah. is, is a great joy in my life, especially when you begin to see that transformation over a season where someone comes in and it's like they have truth, but they really want more and they, they want to know how to live this thing. And when they come out, even after a week or five weeks, it's just like, oh, okay, I, I got a grip. And I really love just seeing what God does from that point forward. So it's been a really rich season in that sense. And throughout these last 14-ish weeks that we've gone through, uh, we've had two very long Daily Thunder series, yeah. uh, which is in this last year, we've had a short series. You want to talk about your series? What was the key highlight for you or what was the key takeaway now that you're looking back at all of your episodes? Yeah. So I think it ended up being 38 uh, episodes called Spiritual Lessons from Black and White America. It was... It was a hard series to give in the thematic sense, and I, th I think it felt a bit heavier. I actually stuck in one message called Princeton versus Agnes Scott just because I felt like I was going through this season of history between 1914 and 1974, and I was in the mid-60s, and it was like right when all these assassinations, the Vietnam War, all these you know anti-war protests are taking place. And so I did the GE College Bowl, Princeton versus Agnes Scott, just for my sake, I think, <laughs> just to lessen the the intensity of it. It's a it's a profound series, and it had a significant impact on me. I don't you know I don't even know that I can say I fully even know the long term effects of the impact on me. But to stare into this little segment of our history helped me better understand where we're at today. And you know Hudson, my son, came to. 
I think every single episode. I think he said he missed one. Uh, but that's led to some great discussions between us. Uh, and I think even a, a growing love for history for him to recognize, oh, so history helps you understand where we're at. And it's like an interpretive device almost to help explain things. And I think it was tremendously beneficial for me dealing with some of the more challenging issues. I think races uh, and the racial tensions of our day were, it was very, it's a very helpful series, I think, especially when you lean conservative, to be able to process through and to not respond in the wrong way uh, towards and to enter into the racial battles as opposed to become a helper in a solution to those things. And so it was a uh, dynamic series. I, I remember one person saying to me, when you first started out, I was thinking, I'm, I, I don't know that I agree with this guy. And then that, that same person said, but you won me over. So that, that, <laughs> may, that at least encouraged me. It was a, I, I took a neutral position in it where I wasn't, though I lean conservative in my bent, I didn't approach this as a conservative or as a Republican, but I also didn't approach it as a liberal and as a Democrat. I approached it as a Christian, which of course, both sides would be offended by that statement. It's like, hey, what are you saying there? But it is distinctive. And we have certain default positions we go to from a conservative vantage point. And when certain issues come up, for instance, race, <laughs> It triggers certain things, and we have a tendency to overreact instead of to actually assess the situation and say, okay, what would Christ do? What's Christ's perspective on this? And I think this series is able to unpack something that would be very difficult to do in a two-hour sermon. Well, two-hour sermon. I don't get two-hour <laughs> sermons. In a one-hour sermon. How about that? That's that's normal length for me, right? Uh, well, uh, I'm, now people are starting to question. I'm like, actually, I do think Eric goes long. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> two hours. Have I ever done a two-hour message? Uh, we've done those three-part ones where that went like, oh, a, like an hour and a half yeah. or so, hour and 40 minutes. Oh. So sort of. Yeah, sort of. Uh, but it'd be, it'd be really hard to unpack as much as I did in a short time. It almost needed a longer series for this. And, you know, I'm going to go through, there's a lot of racial tension, but black and white America is not just talking about skin color. It's talking about, uh, this is the black and white era. So all our memories are in black and white photography and black and white movies and black and white television. And even though the advent of color television and color photography is going to be uh, in this time, it's still the photojournalism is almost exclusively black and white. So our memories are decidedly black and white from this period of time. It's also the black and white of dogmatism. And we have extreme dogmatism in this time, which is going to splinter our culture uh, very decidedly. And so through the 50s and the 60s, we, I mean, well, or before that, uh, we're going to have extreme separation of uh, our culture, which is what we still live with. We, we have a, a form of a civil battle, a civil war in our, in our culture today, but it's not along geographical lines, it's along ideological lines, and that's going to start in this time period. So, and even understanding some of the um, the issues of uh, defunding the police, you know, some of these issues we deal with, and especially in, in in 2020 when we were walking through some of that stuff, where all of us are looking at it going, did the world lose its head? I mean, what are we actually thinking? It's like you can actually understand why we go to those places. And one of the statements I made, which I think has been very provocative for my own soul, is a lot of us, especially with conservative bent, have a tendency to see our problems in our country as being a liberal agenda. 
when I'm going to say in this series that our problem goes deeper than that, and it's the fact that the church has not functioned as the church, and we have failed at so many levels. And if you go through this period of time, it's shocking how poor the representation of the Christian is in this culture where you can understand the vacuum that is then created. People are like, well, I obviously don't want that. If that's what you guys think is the solution, we have to find something different. And so what we call a liberal agenda is oftentimes just filling in the vacuum that's been created from the lack of vibrant Christianity. Mm, That's so good. Um, I went through a 28-part, though I preach on Sunday, so I gave... A bonus Ooh, uh, 29 part. 29. That's uh, and you're a 29er. And too. I was gonna say there's there's some fun yeah. just ending that way. I, I smiled on Sunday when I thought about That's that. That's pretty cool, bud. Uh but it was walking through the names of God. <clears throat> and over over the last 10 years, we've done things here with our students where we've walked through the names of God. And it's always been a rich blessing and a joy. <clears throat> but I've never, I don't think I've ever studied it on those levels. I've studied a couple of them because I would teach certain ones. But having to actually walk through them and then just over and over and over seeing fresh names. Um, at first, I was like, okay, are there even... An... I know there's enough names because it takes us a very long time to get through all the names of God. <clears throat> but in my mind, it's like, are there enough doozies uh-huh. that I actually want to spend a whole session on? And what I began to find was, uh, I'm actually in trouble. How do I pick out uh, <laughs> or narrow this down where there's there's so many good ones? How do I pick which ones? Yeah. And so I try to do some ones that we would know like Jehovah Jireh or Jehovah Rapha, but I was purposely trying to choose some key names of God that were obscure. Yeah. And I think those for me were actually probably more of a blessing, maybe because I've already studied the other ones yeah. or heard the names of the other ones. But some of these obscure ones, there it's so profound to me how every name of God lifts up the character, the nature of who he is, and then ultimately points to the fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like my whole season was <clears throat> just delighting myself in the character and the nature of our God and um, and just having a new ways of expressing that. I'm just like, oh, there's this great name that articulates what I need God to be my life right now, and that, that I need him to be you know, my peace or my shepherd or my rock or my hope or wh- whatever the name might be. And there's something so beautiful about seeing how every single name points to Jesus. And I think for me, that was actually more of the delight. Um, and just as a fun thought too, I guess, one of the things I realized with every single name is that 40 minutes is never enough time. I don't know if you had that with some of your series oh, yeah. studies, but it's like, <clears throat> as you begin to study some of these things out, you're just like, all right, I feel like I'm just hitting the tippy top of the iceberg. And so I felt like almost on every name, it's like, okay, uh, this goes far deeper, so study it out. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> seeing the overview of his names was, was, a, was a really rich beauty. And I think a, a, a great declaration for my soul in the season of just mm-hmm. in the midst of the busyness in the midst of a new season of just saying okay lord i, I want to freshly meditate on who you are and just what you've done and, and, and what you are doing and i think that was just such a beautiful reality uh in my soul this this season well one of your favorite famous quotes i think is study it out uh-huh. uh, that's like your way of saying okay guys i can't go any further into this study it out i wonder how many people just study out every single thing you say to study out is there someone that does that? Probably not. I don't even do that because there's, <laughs> there's things that, <clears throat> like if a student asks a question, I'm like, I don't know, study it out, let me know. Uh, I, that doesn't mean I study that out either. Yeah. So I I have no idea if someone's there's taking it. There's a lot to study there out, is. isn't there? Uh, so what was your favorite name? I, don't, I know that's sort of hard uh, maybe to answer, but uh, can, can you say, or maybe just a cluster of them uh, that were your favorites, like they really stand out to you? 
That's a great question. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll narrow it down to one and it's the one that I probably cheated uh, at the very, I think it's like a second, the first episode was an overview. Second episode, I looked at Elohim, Yahweh, and Adonai. <clears throat> and surprisingly, those are probably my three of my favorite names mm-hmm. um, because each of them have so much depth and they undergird like all the other names. Huh. And so for for whatever reason, I, I love calling my God Lord mm-hmm. uh, and just recognizing that he is master, that I am a servant, I'm a slave. But what that actually means practically and the fact that a a good master will always give direction. Uh, uh, I forgot my list now. Uh, direction. Uh, anyway, he he supplies that which we need. He gives direction and clarity to where we need to go. Oh, and protection. Um, and it's such a great thing that that's actually what we always pray for. It's mm-hmm. like, Lord, I, I need protection, provision, and direction. And yet that's what a good master, that's even what a bad master will do. So recognizing that he's a good Lord, he's a good master, he's a good shepherd. Um, I love that aspect. And I, out of all the names though, I think my favorite is Yahweh. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the more that I've studied actually what that name means and that it's the relational intimate name of God, um, there's been a, it's been a really rich blessing. And uh, the translation I I use, replace all the caps Lord Mm -hmm. with the name Yahweh. And so reading through the Psalms this season, has been so powerful because it's, you know, Yahweh is my rock and Yahweh is my refuge. And, and it's not some abstract concept. It's it's a personal reality of that. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. But even just looking at the Exodus accounts uh, or the accounts of, of Moses in Exodus, where he's walking through what the name means, especially as you get to chapter 34 and Yahweh says, oh, let me reveal my glory to you. And how he does that is he declares the name Yahweh. Yeah. And just the, the emphasis of Yahweh, compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in hesed, uh, that, that loving kindness, that is, it's been such a, uh, that to me is probably one of the greatest aha or just deepening truths of this season. Mm-hmm. It's been beautiful. That's really neat. Well, what a what an Olympic event uh, that was, uh, I think, for both of us uh, yeah. to go through this particular season with all the weights that we already carry to do a fresh study. Uh, I remember I started like six months in advance preparing. And then by the time it started, I had like 12 mapped out and I did 38. It just shows you it's at a certain point you start to get cl- closer and closer to going underwater. And uh, it w- it's an intense stretch. There's no doubt about it, but truly delightful. I think you and I both uh, thoroughly enjoy it. We do. Mm-hmm. And so talking about what's coming up, um, we're, we're taking kind of a couple weeks off, uh, one so you can move. God yes. willing, yeah, God willing, uh, uh, yes. into the actual house, <clears throat> um, and just so we can kind of reset uh, our our upcoming series stuff. But we're launching our brand new series the first week of December, and the plan is it's a it's a twelve session series, right? So you're gonna have a series. I'm gonna have a series. Do we know what our series are on? Yeah. We'll we'll reveal those later. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're still working through those. Oh, let me say that I'm working through mine. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm you sure you, I have. Mine I'm sure yours have. Out. It's yeah. all figured out. It's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> the very... midst of my movie and all this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we're going to be launching new series the first week of December. It's going to be twelve episodes or twelve uh, sessions or studies each, which I think is going to be super fun uh, over the course of the winter season. Um, and then between now and then, we're going to take a couple weeks off, but we're going to start dripping out like an episode a week or so just. 
to kind of fill up that time, which gives people opportunity to go back and actually get caught That's up. That's right. Which is the reason we're slowing down <laughs> right now, right? Is just to give people the opportunity to get caught up in the yes, series. If, if that's what you need them to hear, then yes, that's uh, <laughs> we're doing it on their behalf, not for, yeah, not we, for ours. We would continue at this pace forever. Yes. Uh, for the glory of the Lord. <laughs> Um, so all that being said, though, is uh, we'd love for you to get caught up. And uh, if you if you not listen to this past series and um, this past season, we were actually finally able to open up the archive on all the platforms. So it used to be that you can only listen to the previous 300 episodes. Yeah, that's right. That And we finally, they finally opened it up yeah. where you can actually listen to all of them. So we have all thousand plus episodes yeah. available um, where you can download and, and listen to any of the past series and uh, so there is, there's a lot that people there's can be listening yeah. in these next couple of weeks, but you can actually go back to the very first daily thunder episode. Do you remember that day? I do. Uh, yeah. those first few weeks were actually a lot of fun to me, uh, <laughs> as we were trying to get into a new group. Yeah, <clears throat> that was, there's some great memories associated with, uh, what we've gone through here. You know, I, I think you and I always wonder how long can you just keep doing this forever? And we have such full lives, you know, how do, how do we keep doing this? But I think we just have thoroughly enjoyed uh, having this. Uh, it forces us to constantly be prepping because we have a Sunday sermon, you know, that just sort of lingers there on the horizon every week too. But it's been great. I think it's it's been delightful and God has really used it in our lives. And I think it's he's used it to bless a lot of people too. Well, Eric, just to encourage you, um, I had a lot of people this last season just mention how much they've enjoyed Daily Thunder as a whole. Hmm. Uh, and I know you get these comments as well, but uh, whether it's the current series we're in or just just that the fact that, as we said at the very beginning of years yeah. ago when we started this, is that we just wanted to be preaching truth, regardless of whether anybody listens or not. We just want to be a, a place that just encourages and edifies and exhorts the body of Christ for the days in which we live. And I think Daily Thunder has been, even though it's kind of gone through some shifts, I, I really appreciate the fact that we are still doing this. Yeah. And you know, we don't charge for it. We just it's it's a labor of love, uh-huh. and yet it's I think it's a beautiful thing for the church to have just a constant declaration of truth in their lives um, or are available um, in, a, in this means. So and I think all we, you're doing. I think we've wished many times that we could change the name from Daily Thunder to what, Periodic Thunderstorms. Is that what? <laughs> yeah. uh, just because the word daily just ex- has an expectation to it. And that's, that's it's, for seasons, we do it uh, daily. Uh, but we used to do it, I think, seven days seven a week. Seven days a week. Uh, boy, uh, I want to say, what were we thinking? <laughs> but at the same time, that's what we were thinking. Let's, let's just let, you know, the truth fly, uh, seven days a week. Uh, and so it's just a unique thing to keep up, but we have a lot of episodes because of it. <laughs> we do. Well, for those who are listening, just thank you for joining us over these last thousand plus episodes. And, uh, we're excited for this upcoming season in December. And until then, Um, You'll see a little bit of us over the next few weeks. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder episodes are released every day, Monday through Friday, from our campus in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekly sermon is delivered live at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings with a delayed live stream available at noon Mountain Time. Go to ellersley.com forward slash daily to get all the details. Thanks for listening.